Hey everybody and welcome back to the Armchair Crew Chief. We are now officially finished Daytona Speed Week and we are done with the first points paying races of the season. What a wild start. We had some good racing going on in all three series if you ask me. I mean trucks, you wrecked, they wrecked, everybody wrecked. Unfortunately, that one got cut short due to rain. The only rain we saw all weekend, which was amazing. Um, it was it was awesome to see just everything get finished off really well, uh, minus the the rain for the truck race. We had uh, some ups and downs. We had some Cup Series regulars running in the trucks. We had. Corey LaJoy, as he would say, running the old number seven Silverado. We also had <clears throat> Chase Elliott running in the race as well. And um, my, the only one, well, I'll say the only one, it's not really the only one, but one of the disappointments that I saw, and I hope this isn't just a, a future telling of, of the the season for them, was Haley Deegan. She got caught up in an early accident. She's now running a number 13 for Thor Sport. Um, she had a really strong truck. She was running really well until they came in for pits, and it kind of shuffled her towards the back. But hopefully we can we can see some improvement with her going forward. Uh, it was... It was some good racing overall from what I saw. I mean, trucks are going to wreck, as I said. Um, unfortunately, the race was cut short due to rain. They did have a few cautions for mist. And it was when I say rain, it wasn't really raining. It was misting and high humidity that was just there putting the moisture out. So it was kind of like a, a meh, if, if you could uh, put the words out there, uh, a, a meh rain delays and multiple ones but you got to welcome craftsmen back to the truck series uh, they're doing a pretty good deal uh, where when you're watching the race on uh, on tv they're putting out qr codes for the deal of the race which is pretty cool so you can go in there and get coupons or however they're going to do it i know they i listened to that race going forward but it you know it sounds like it's going to be fun. Some good stuff. Good for craftsmen to be back running it. They were the ones that initiated it in the 90s. And, you know, in my opinion, it just sounds better to say Craftsman Truck Series. So to get over with, get on with that, our top three finishers for the the truck race was we had Christian Eckes in third, Tanner Gray in second, and then we had Zane Smith rounding out winning the race again it was a rain shortened race unfortunately um but hey it it worked out they almost ran the full full clip 79 of 100 laps was ran um other than that it was like i said it, it was it was fun to listen to i did not watch this race so now going forward we're going to move on up to the xfinity series and get started with that one. That was a fun race to watch. Some good racing overall. Um, Allgaier ran that really well. 
I thought he won the race at the end, but uh, he didn't. But yeah, uh, Justin Allgaier pretty much dominated the most for the most part, uh, in my opinion. He was just leading pretty much the whole time um, into stage one. Austin Hill took it though, so that just Allgaier finished seventh. But he had to come back from. Uh, I think this was the area where he came back from the back of the pack and came back up and finished in the top three in that end of the stage. And then the finish stage two, he took it. I mean, just junior motorsports overall had a really strong showing with all their vehicles towards the end. I mean, I think the only one that might have had kind of a slip-up would have been Brandon Jones. But when you look at everything towards the end of the race, uh, you'll see that Sam Mayer did not finish well. He was actually the one that ended the race, funny enough. Uh, Not really funny, but yeah, he ended the race on a late caution on a green, green, white, checkered go. He got turned upside down and rolled back over. Luckily, he was fine. Um, and in those restarts, Austin Hill was battling it out with Allgaier throughout the whole time. Um, so let's just cut to the chase here. We can keep talking about it. Your winner for the beef what's for dinner, uh, race 300 was Austin Hill. He started on the pole. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek came in second and Justin Allgaier came in seventh. Now, when you go back and you look at everything and I, and I'm just going by the picture because the way I saw it, I was actually in the stands for this race, and the way I saw it, I thought Allgaier either won, but he didn't because they had to get the timing right, or, you know, he got second. When I say this, it's because John Hunter in the 20, he was actually below the double yellow line. Now, the only way that he could get ahead of Allgaier for that was if Allgaier pushed him down, and unfortunately Allgaier was the... On the bad end of riding three wide, he was in the middle, and everybody was going around him right when that flag flew. So, unfortunately for him, he got third. But, you know, just going back and looking at everything, the uh, the, the cars, Junior Motorsports, like I said, they were running really well throughout the whole race, but unfortunately they, they didn't finish too hot. Uh, due to accidents and so on, so but I mean they were throughout the throughout the race they were doing pretty good. Um, Jeffrey Earnhardt had a few uh, run-ins with Parker Kligerman, and that that kind of that kind of hurt some things, uh, or not really hurting things, but it caused some stir afterwards. Uh, Anthony Alfredo ran really well; um, he was doing pretty good until he got shuffled around in one of those uh, last cautions. So, you know, unfortunately, cautions breed cautions, and that's what we saw. So, you know, let's see if Austin Hill can uh, do the same thing that some of these other guys did and go out and win the championship. I think that happened last year where in the truck races, uh, the last two years, the, the, the past two truck winners actually went on to win the championship it started with ben rhodes two years ago and then uh zane smith i believe last year so we'll see if it can move up into the xfinity series 
Xfinity race was awesome. It was great uh, finishing underneath the lights. It was a cool, breezy day, uh, evening, but it was partly cloudy and no rain at all. It was awesome. So, you know, moving forward, we'll keep on going on through the chain and the Daytona 500. So we had the duels, and then we also had qualifying. Uh, Jimmy Johnson came up, and him and Travis Pastrana came out and qualified based on speed on Wednesday. They did pretty good. Um, And then we had a couple of the other guys go on. Uh, Speaking on the qualifying, you know, unfortunately for somebody like uh, Raja Carruth, or no, sorry, Raja was running the trucks, but um, Ryan Vargas and a few of these other guys. I think Ryan Vargas had the biggest issue listening to it on on the radio for qualifying. They did not pass tech inspection. They weren't allowed to qualify. And I think 43 cars came, and they only allowed 38 to run, if I'm correct. I'm not 100% sure on that. But, um, yeah, it was... It was wild uh, to listen to that. 38 ran. So, yeah, it, unfortunately, you know, you had some guys that didn't make it into the race. We're talking um, Dexter Stacy, Josh Balicki, Garrett Smithley, Timmy Hill, Alex LeBay, and Ryan Vargas. Alex LeBay and Ryan Vargas did not get a qualifying lap in, unfortunately for them. Again, with Ryan Vargas, what I was hearing over, um, over the radio and – TV or uh, MRN was they were having some issues there where I mean crew members were yelling at crew members so that's not always good to hear unfortunately I hate it for them uh, Jesse Awuji was running in it he was second to last um, some other no- noticeable uh, names that were in the the Xfinity race you know you had your, your your normal people that run in it. Justin Haley, Sam Mayer, Sammy Smith, Myatt Snyder ran the 19 Saturday. Brandon Jones, Anthony, Anthony Alfredo, Riley Hurst, Chandler Smith, John Hunter, he ran the 20. Daniel Hemrick, Allgaier, Creed, and I mean said John Hunter because he got second. And uh, Parker. So it was pretty cool because Parker, Parker Kligerman actually got second in qualifying. So he, he did pretty good um, for that. But going forward, the the Cup Series on Sunday. Awesome experience. If you have not ever made it out to Daytona for a race, especially the 500, you need to go. From just the fanfare they have in the front to, from what I saw, inside the fan zone which we we didn't have access to that fan zone was pretty wild also but they also had the f-16 thunderbirds come out and do a show which was awesome pretty good show really good you you got you got a good nascar race and you got an air show all bungled into one it was it was awesome so just going let's backtrack a little bit here on the the uh daytona we had a few cars that did not make it in, <clears throat> and then we had uh, we had some other ones that, you know, just unfortunately didn't didn't do too hot. You know, we had the guys that actually got in 
besides Pastrana and Jimmy Johnson. Connor Daly made it in, and good for him because he was struggling qualifying. He didn't make a qualifying run to see where he would if he could make it in on speed. And that was all just due to the fact that there was a part that blew on his car, and they didn't even have a backup for it. But they got that car go up and running, and he did pretty well uh, in that car to actually make it in. In the duels, he uh, he was in duel two. Duel two, we had Eric Almirola, Austin Cindric, and Chase Elliott as your one, two, and three for your duels. And for duel one, Logano, Bell, and Blaney is your top three on those. So that worked out for those guys. It seems like the Fords always do pretty well during the duels. Chevrolets get the poles. Hendrick Motorsport got the pole and the uh, the top row, front row uh, this year again for the second or third year in a row. But, um, yeah, so that was – it seems like it's starting to be a staple. Um, I think I heard in an interview Mike Joy was saying, you know, you see – Chevrolet trims their stuff out for qualifying. Ford does their stuff for the duels. And then Toyota just comes up and surprises everybody. And they were running pretty good in the in the, um, in the 500. So, yeah, it was... Uh, it was... Alex Bowman got your pole. And uh, <clears throat> William Byron... Or, uh, William Byron got third... In qualifying, it was actually uh, Kyle Larson that finished uh, second for the start of the race. So some of the most notables in the Daytona 500 starting-wise, we had uh, Alex Bowman and Kyle Larson, your top row, then followed by Fords, Logano, and Almirola. Christopher Bell, he's been strong. He's been still riding that hot hand from last year. So... I like to see him win a couple races this year. <clears throat> uh, Bubba Wallace, Martin, Truex, they did pretty well. Um, I say did pretty well. They did well for uh, the the qualifying and super speedway. They're, I mean, Bubba's starting to become more of a super speedway guy, but uh, Truex isn't so much. I'd like to see him get a win running the super speedway, but um, we'll see when that will happen. Corey LaJoy, he did really well. He he qualified 12th in that 7 Spire car. He's been doing well. I'd like to see his teammate, Ty Dillon, um, come up and start pulling his weight. I think he's a better driver than he is. Um, starting the back of the pack was Jimmy Johnson and Travis Pastrana. Uh, I say uh, Pastrana was doing pretty good. I mean, he surprised a lot of people. He was awesome. And he was having a heck of a time. I mean, he was probably one of the best guys to uh, hear interview. And just the things that he said and even listening to it when he was qualifying, he was like, oh, I was looking up at the Sunoco signs. And that's where I was starting to know where the turns were starting. And both Clint Boyer and uh, Tony Stewart in the booth were like, we've never seen these signs before. We're always looking kind of at the track. And it kind of gives you the idea of, you know, somebody who doesn't really do stock car racing or, you know, that kind of racing come out and run and see what they look at. It was pretty cool. And then when I was sitting there at the track, I, I 
spotted out all four of the uh, signs that he was talking about. And uh, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Uh, moving forward, you know, we had Ty Gibbs and Noah Gragson making their quote-unquote rookie debut this year for the 2023 season. And we'll see how they turn out. Ryan Priest, he's been doing pretty good. He's shown that he deserves this uh, this chance in this car. Let's see what he can do with it this year. Harvick's on his quote-unquote goodbye tour. You know, that would be uh, – See if he can get a win. I'm not a I'm not a big Harvick fan, but you know I after listening to him on Stacking Pennies, you know he's kind of slowly turned me into being somewhat of a Harvick fan. So um, <clears throat> yeah, going from there, Joe Logano's big thing in the off season is he teamed up with. Also, uh, side note: Frankie Munez is now running Arca full time. Uh, you guys might know him as Malcolm and Malcolm in the Middle in the 90s and 2000s, I believe, from Fox. But anyway, Joey Logano sporting a new head of hair that he got from Hair Club. So um, you probably won't see him wearing a hat too much anymore at the track. Just a little side note there. Uh, <laughs> that was that was quite funny and a shocker, to, to be honest with you. So just moving on through the race, it was it was relatively uh, calm the beginning of the race. You know, into the stage, we had uh, Keselowski take stage one. It was a slew of Ford's top five: Keselowski, Priest, Busher, Harvick, McDowell. Ty Gibbs came in uh, second, or second. He was the second manufacturer in sixth. Jimmy Johnson did really well. He he came back up. Um, he actually stated and noticed that. He's like, man, this is a big change. He thought his qualifying runs and his practices were just straight trash in that car because he's not used to the harmonics. Um, and he totally forgot, which, okay, I, I understand. He forgot there's a fifth gear because this is the second year we've had a fifth gear in a car. So, I mean, he, he surprised people. I'm not a big Jimmy Johnson fan, but to see him show up in a uh, in Legacy Motorsports former petty gms and run it's not a hendrick car you know they have that kind of alliance with those guys actually i don't but uh, you know with all the alliances around almarola came in eighth truex ninth and todd gilliland finished off your top 10 on this uh some other notables in this uh bubba wallace 34th in the first stage he had a run in with truex where truex kind of was they were up leading. Bubba was leading the race. Trucks was behind them, and they bumped and kind of got loose. Uh, well, Bubba got loose and got up in the wall. So uh, Ty Dillon didn't do so hot. Uh, Christopher Bell. And most of this stuff is just like Blaney finishing 20th, uh, Logano 18th in the first stage. A lot of this just came because of uh, pit cycles going forward. So, you know... Moving on to stage two, we saw a few more things, saw some hiccups here. Um, I know with Truex, he he had some hiccups with pit strategy. Uh, I kind of feel his pain listening to his his scanner. And why in the world did... I mean, he, he kind of started it because he... And I don't remember hearing it. They were supposed to go on crew chief saying go. He went on the drop of the the jack so he didn't get fully fueled up they went around ran at the end of stage came back fueled back up 
and then they short pitted in uh, in the pit on the the final stage, which he had no help getting up there, which kind of hung him back. And we'll get we'll get to that. I'm getting ahead of myself. But uh, finishing stage two, Ross and Alex Bowman and Ricky one, two, and three Chevrolets this time. Uh, Ross did really well to come back up. You, then you had Logano, Cendric, Truex, Byron, Almendinger. Almendinger did really well. He was front back, front back a lot, but it was it was pretty cool uh, to see him go up there and to mix it up with the big boys. I say the big boys. He's been up there before, but see him mix it up again, especially in a collar car. And as much money as uh, collar racing is putting into this, kudos to them, them and Trackhouse. Uh, that that's awesome. So, um, you know, good to, good for them. Uh, Chase Elliott, thirty ninth. I think he got caught up in a wreck. Same thing with Tyler Reddick. They all got caught up in some in this hiccup. Pastrana, thirty second. And you know, <clears throat> it was. You could tell the tension was getting there, kind of like the tension with the Xfinity with all the wrecks towards the end of their race. It just being there, you can feel the tension and how how it was going, and it didn't disappoint. There was quite a few wrecks. Um, I know that Reddick, as I said, Reddick was involved in one. Truex got involved in one. A couple other guys from just checking up. Um, Denny got involved in one. A lot, I mean, shoot, a lot of these guys did. So the uh, the 500 finished on a. So nobody finished the we the, the Xfinity race in the Cup Series went past the scheduled distance of uh, 500 and um, 500 miles for the 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 Cup race. But nobody saw the checkered flag fly as they cross start finish. So I mean, everybody kind of just ended up wrecking on the backstretch again. Same thing kind of happened in the Xfinity series, happened in the Cup series. Um, it was it was neck and neck and tight between Ricky Stenhouse and Joey Logano. <clears throat> but Ricky came out on top, and the pictures they, it was a lot quicker decision that they made calling the Cup Series race than they did calling the Xfinity race because it wasn't as close and there wasn't as many somebody going below the yellow line so on. So, you know, Christopher Bell was up there mixing it. He finished third. Um, Busher finished fourth. He did pretty good. This, I mean, there's just a lot of a lot of guys that if you didn't watch the race, and, I mean, I'm not going to lie, if you didn't watch the race in person, you wouldn't have noticed how well some of these guys were doing. Um uh, Ross got caught up in something. Same thing with Suarez. They ended up doing pretty well, finishing seventh and ninth. Uh, Suarez seventh, Chastain ninth. Blaney finished eighth. He had his car looked tore up. He got caught up in something. One of the big, uh, big surprises I would say, which I think was awesome. Pastrana finished eleventh. I mean, he was having the time of his life. His his post race interview was like, man, I'm gonna go home and sleep for like a week. I am tired. This is this is fun, but it wore me out. So, uh, Pastrana did run the trucks. I'd like to see him run some more and see what he can do. But um, funny enough, he had the best finishing twenty three eleven car out there. <laughs> He's not even full time, and he just got put in there. 
Um, so keep going forward. Harvick, uh, Harvick finished 12th. Truex finished 15th. LaJoy, 16th. Uh, LaJoy was up there in the mix a lot. He wasn't really leading so much. He got close to leading, uh, but then his line just kind of fizzled out. Um, but, yeah, it was – it was. Uh, <clears throat> he did really well. I'm happy with him. I, I think, you know, no knock to Spire, but if you put him in the, t- the top tier um, cars, either at like Hendrick or any of these guys, JGR – I think he would be handling, and you know, for people to sit out there and disrespect him, the way that we've heard, oh, Corey LaJoy, he doesn't need to be up there running the big boys. I think somebody said that last year when he was at Atlanta. It's like, come on, give me a break. He was leading until Austin Dillon punted him out of the way. So, you know, I I like to see him do well, especially in in one of these lower lower teams, Spire. I think they're doing awesome. Denny finished 17th. His car was tore up. Same thing with Kyle Larson. Uh, Kyle Busch, he, he's keeping his ways of wrecking on super speedways. He did run well, though. I mean, that he had that eight car up there, and he was leading for a while. Uh, he made a comment saying something to the effect of, oh, well, you know, I wished we had 98 rules so that I could have won because they would have just ran caution laps and finished the race like that, and he would have been first. That's why he's saying that. But, um, yeah, we'll see how they, how him and Austin Dillon run uh, run this season. Um, I'm hoping Austin Dillon can go ahead and uh, trim that mustache off because he looks like uh, he should be in triple X movies with that from the 70s. But, hey, it's a little creeper looking, but, you know, I guess whatever floats your boat. Uh, Keselowski finished 22nd. Graxon, he's... Unfortunately, I don't think that car is right where it needs to be. I think they have the driver they need. I don't think that car is fully up there yet. But he's he's up there running it. Uh, Ty Gibbs did pretty well. I mean, he finished 25th. But he, he had a decent running throughout. Um, kind of stayed to his own. Same with a lot of these other guys. I mean, <clears throat> Jimmy Johnson finished 31st. And that's mostly due to an accident. He he got caught up in an accident. Same thing with Ryan Priest, Chase Briscoe, Eric Jones, Chase Elliott, Tyler Reddick. Uh, Ty Dillon's engine just blew. That's what it was. I remember I remember watching the smoke come out of his car as he's going down. But, um, yeah, I mean, they had a lot of guys mix accidents. Um, Cindric got caught up in an accident. Bubba Wallace, another accident. So, I mean, as much as he would hate and probably was a little ticked off at Truex for bumping him in, into the uh, into the wall there in the backstretch, he got in a bigger wreck. So, anyway, congratulations to Ricky Stenhouse for winning the Daytona 500 starting off the 2023 season. Um, you know, probably not the way you want to win it, but, hey, a win is a win. So, congratulations to him. Congratulations to Brad Doherty for being the first African-American uh, cup owner to win the Daytona 500. So, yeah, that was it was fun. I mean, it's it's a great experience out there at the race. If you if you ever get a chance to go to it, it's unlike any other race that I've been to. The, the fanfare is close to the same probably, but the race in itself <clears throat> was awesome. 
you can pretty much see the whole track from where you're sitting, minus like where the video board is. And that's something I can you can't say at uh, at Pocono, unfortunately. And they're the same size track. So you know, it was it was a good race. It was fun. The the F-16s were there. Were pretty cool. Uh, they used a blimp instead of a helicopter to bounce the the signals from the the cars going around the race, so, so you could have the in car cameras and all that. <clears throat> uh, one thing Fox did this year, I heard it was a heck of a lot of money, but they got these cool cameras, little tiny guys that they're sticking inside these helmets of these people, these drivers, so you can kind of almost get a view of what they're seeing. And I saw there was a petition from the fans. I don't know who else petitioned this, to, but to Fox and to the uh, the teams to unblur the cameras. They had the cameras blurred, <clears throat> so you couldn't see the data on the uh, the dashes for the duels and for the qualifying. And they got it unblurred, and I think that made a heck of a difference from what I saw. Now I was there, so I wasn't really paying so much attention to it, but just sitting there watching everything, it was awesome. Just. The amount of people that are there, the concert. I mean, we even had a concert there. Dirk Bentley put on a heck of a show, <clears throat> and that was pretty cool, too. Um, overall, uh, it was exciting. It was fun. And I, I want to do it again, to be honest with you. I think it's a great race racetrack to go to, and hopefully I can do it again, if not next year, the year after. Fan, like I said, fanfare was great. Another thing that was pretty awesome about this track was the logistics. I mean, we parked maybe two miles away a mile a mile and a half something like that away and they had these buses that ran through these like dirt roads and they got you from the parking lot to the track in like eight minutes and vice versa going home and logistics of getting people out now granted this is in florida it's a little bit more open it's more populated so you can more roads to get around but i mean they they rolled you out quick there wasn't no sitting for an hour or two like i've had at other tracks so, yeah, get out to Daytona if you can. Uh, they have the 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 race later on in the season. But, I mean, the 500 is awesome. And <clears throat> it's, yeah, I want to go back. So, moving on forward to some news we have. Uh, in driver news, we had... Uh, we had some extensions come out through 20... Or, sorry, through Trackhouse. Both Chastain and... Uh, Suarez both got extended with their rides. Good for them. Congratulations. Uh, we have a new member of the Coca-Cola family in Chase Elliott. That just got announced uh, this this uh, this weekend. I think it was Saturday. They showed a picture of him them slapping the sticker on the car. So uh, congratulations to him. That'll be cool. You know, like to see more people on that Coca-Cola family. Um, Moving forward, I heard an unconfirmed report that I think it was next year that Xfinity is actually going to go um, go to a single lug now. So it'll be similar to the Cup, and you know it'll. I think it'll be good, especially for the uh, just just with the teams having the uh, the crew chief or not the crew chiefs, but the tire changers and everybody uh, running the same lug and having that same rhythm instead of you know having to go through the five and then having to go to the one when they're running both xfinity and cup so you know we'll see what happens there and uh go from 
see if it actually goes through again. That was an unconfirmed report for that. Um, I, I would like to see it happen. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if that, that actually does happen. Um, I'd also like to uh, send out our condolences. This is kind of a to uh, AJ Allmendinger for losing his cat the, over the weekend. Uh, congratulations to Michael McDowell for their fifth child that they had just recently. And you know, we'll see what happens. In uh, so we're going to Fontana. We're going to Auto Club. This is the last race for Auto Clubs. I think it's a. I'd a I can't remember the size of it. It's a larger track, two mile track. Um, I'll look that up right now. But yeah, they are. Um, they are working on getting that track changed and reconfigured. So a two mile low bank track. That track is actually getting reconfigured. They are redoing some of the they're going to repurpose a lot of that that property it's a uh, it's a former superfund site that they put that track on but they're going to repurpose it for i think just have some a mix of things in there um but yeah they they've come out and said that they're not running at auto club next year so it's it's taking a lot longer for them to reconfigure this track they're trying to make this thing a, a short track going forward so it'll be interesting to see where NASCAR goes next year for this race. Um, they've said that they want to stay in the Los Angeles market, which Auto Club's uh, just outside of. It's in San Bernardino County, so it's just outside of Los Angeles. Um, so uh, some people said maybe a, a road course like Chicago. I, I, I think Chicago... Unfortunately, from a, a fan in person standpoint, it's not going to be the best. Let it, let it, let it. You know, prove me wrong. I'm, I'm all for it. Prove me wrong. Um, there's plenty of other smaller tracks out there in California, in the Los Angeles market that they can go to, and not spend a lot of money to do things with. I mean, they're doing it with some of these uh, other tracks in the Midwest for uh, truck series. So let's see what happens there. But anyway, we have. We're going to be having that coming up this Sunday. We'll see what happens there. And, you know, can't wait for race two, see what happens with these guys, and we'll go forward with that. But, hey, everybody, I'd like to thank you for listening to the Armchair Crew Chief, and I hope to catch you guys back next week as we discuss the results of Auto Club and any other news that might pop up. I greatly appreciate you guys listening. I hope you like, share, and follow And I'll catch you guys next week.